What's going on, family? Let's going on. What's going on? What's popping? What's uh what's moving? What's shaking? I'm excited about tonight. Uh just uh ask some questions, answer some questions, um, and just have a real dope conversation. Feel free to drop where you're watching from, uh, where you're tuning in. I'm live with my boy Chris. Dog, what's going on with you, man? Man, what's up, bro? How you doing? Bro, good, chilling, man. I'm excited about tonight. Uh, we got some people on. Y'all feel free to drop questions. Uh, there's no real plan tonight. We just expect God to move. Just real chill conversation. Uh, I'm gonna pray real quick, and then we're gonna get into this. So, y'all, there's a there's a question button. To be real with you, this is yeah. my first time doing it with somebody. So, if I'm doing it wrong, somebody let us know. But uh, ask us questions, uh, even in the comments. Like, you got a question about something, need advice or prayer. We're gonna do that for real. So, I'm gonna pray us up real quick, and let's just have some conversation. Father, we thank you for who you are. God, your name is great. Your name is grand. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. God, give us insight tonight. God, we pray for everyone watching, God, that you you hear their hearts and you be God and you do what you do best, Father. We're thankful. We're excited. And God, we drop our own wheel and our own motive tonight. And God, you have your way. Then we do pray. Amen. Amen. So, bro, Chris, why not conversation really about faith and prayer? Um, but I think this is like our first time doing this. Let's yeah. just talk about faith and what it means to ourselves. So, bro, if I had to ask you a question, uh, what does faith and spirituality mean to you? Uh, man, pretty much, man, just, um, you know, after being born again, you know, and being in church and everything, you know, we have to take care of our spirits, you know yeah. what I'm saying, regardless of what goes on in the world and stuff, you know, we have to uh, remain, you know, in that relationship with God, you know what I'm saying, like, it's not about religion, it's all about relationship, and so, um, and that's, that's why I'm at right now, just, you know, experiencing more God's presence, you know what I'm saying, and that's what, that's what that means to me, man, you know, we got to, we got to abide, remain, and continue, you know what I'm saying? And the things yeah. of God. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's powerful, man, too, what you just said, is relationship um, kind of over religion. Because I'll be honest, man, I ain't always been a church guy. Like, I grew up uh, kind of on the wild side. I went to church, but really wasn't churchy like that. Um, I knew who God was, but I didn't have a relationship with him until later on in life. Um, yeah. So um, I, I, I think, like, why do you close our eyes when we pray? That's a good question. I'm going to mark that one here. That's, that's a real good question, bro. That's a, that's a real good question. Um, but for myself, man, um, I was in a place where, like, I was doing religion. Like, I'll dress up. I'll go to church. Um, but didn't have an experience with God until I built that relationship. And I right. think that's powerful. We were talking about, like, prayer. Like, he just said, why do we close our eyes in prayer? I honestly don't know. I don't know why we close our eyes in prayer. Um, just for me, I just know for, for, for me, it's intimate. Like, when I close my eyes, that's my one time with God. I mean, I may not see him physically, but uh, when I close my eyes, it's like putting me in one that, that's yeah. surrounding of him. So yeah. um, that's my take of it, man. What you got? Yeah, it's like you're just getting that, that oneness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you'll get, you get easily distracted. And so, like, just, just closing your eyes and just, just becoming one with God in prayer. You know, yeah. that's one reason why I know I close my eyes so I won't get distracted, you know, because there's so much going on. But... Uh, just like you were saying, yeah, like, uh, man, like, I, I grew up in church, man, like, that anointing, like, man, this all over my family, like, even on the on my dad's side and my mom's side, like, on my mom's side, full of Baptist preachers and Catholics, and on my dad's side, more Pentecostal and apostolic, so I had the best of both worlds, so yeah. growing up, you know, in church, you know what I'm saying, like, I understood, you know, I, grew, I understood about the, the religious, the traditions and stuff like that, but as I got older, you know, my eyes begin to open up. You know, some traditions are good um, to keep you in that, you know, in that path you, know, you need to be on. But, you know, 
you're going to really have to depend on the grace of God, you know, as you get older, you know, as you mature more uh, for him to teach you. Because, you know, that's what the scripture says, let the anointing teach you, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so not saying that we don't need pastors. We do need pastors. But, you know, we, we need we need God's spirit in us, you know, so we can, you know, agree what the what the preacher is saying. You know what I'm saying? So. Come on, bro. Dive deeper into that, too, because oftentimes, like, in, it, I call it lingo. I call it coding. I call it lingo and slang. Mm -hmm. Like, oftentimes, we, we talk about the anointing. Um, yeah. And sometimes people don't even know what the anointing means. So for yourself, when you hear the word anointing, what, what do you take away from it? And, how, and also, too, how do you know you're anointed? So if you want to answer that first right. question is, is, what is the anointing? And then how do you know if you are anointed? Right. Like, um, that's, that's good. You said it because I was listening to, uh, Dr. Leo Lewis and he was saying that, you know, the anointing on you is to help somebody else. It's not for oh, you. Yeah. It's, it's, so, and like I said, as I grew older in church and, you know, I understood that was a calling on my life yeah. and not that, but I, I realized that, you know, when there's anointing on the family, you can get anointed. You know what I'm saying? That can be such a gift and anointing on you just by being connected to that, to that family, to that lineage. And so, that anointing just like it, it just flows all through my family. Like my my um, dad is a deacon. Me and my cousins, we we talent. We can sing. You know, we can teach, and that's really what my uh, my calling is teaching. You know, what I'm saying and like when I was younger, I knew that was a calling, but I didn't know how to cultivate it. You know, what I'm saying Ooh. I didn't know. Come on, calling. I want to, and you know, even to this point right now, like I'm fulfilling that calling, but I didn't know how to cultivate that. You know, what I'm saying and so. You know, as I got older, you know what I'm saying, I understood the anointing and the calling that God has in my life. And, you know, you can't run from that. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what you do, man. You can't run from it. You just got to yield to it. And, yeah. and so pretty much what the anointing is, it's just pretty much whatever God calls you to do, you know what I'm saying, he sealed that on you. Mm. You know, he, you know he, he put that on you. So, um, yeah, somebody said a question, can the anointing leave you? It, it can leave you. Yeah. It can leave you. Yeah, it, it can leave you when you're really not doing what you're really supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, God, it's not a waste for God, you know? So, um, yeah. I said another question coming. I'll let you get that one, man. All right, cool. I'm going to jump on this one, and it's going to probably pull me into the next one, how do you cultivate it. Um, this, yeah. this, is, this is my experience. Like, I, I, I experienced God. Um, I definitely believe that the anointing can leave you. Um, and this way, God will sometimes drop you without you even knowing it. You think you're walking yeah. in your purpose. You think you're doing what you got to do. But um, God's a God of time. And if you're not picking up your mantle or you're picking up your calling and moving it now, I'm not saying God's going to forget about you, but he'll choose somebody else that's willing to do your thing. So um, I think the anointing can leave you. Um, yeah. And the anointing is a grace. That's another conversation. But the grace. anointing is definitely a grace. And, um, and I think, too, like she just said, like how to cultivate your anointing. This is me. I'm prophetic by nature. That's, that's my yeah. calling. I'm, I'm a prophet. Um, yeah. it, mine came through crushing. Like, um, we look at an olive, we look at a grape, um, in order to get the oil or you get grape juice or wine from it, it has to be crushed. Um, yeah. But in order to get its richness or taste, it has to be cultivated. And that yeah. comes with time and process. So yeah. oftentimes, God will have us in a season of a process or a crushing, and we're thinking, okay, God, you're not using me, you're not developing me. But in actuality, he's trying to pull the anointing out of you. So to answer that question, I do believe that when it comes to your anointing, um, whether it's a calling, whether it's God choosing you something, it's all about the process and how we enjoy the process. So, bro, yeah. like, talk if you don't mind, like, I'm open about my process. You want to talk about your process, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. 
like, ooh, I can, like, I'm, I'm 31 now. So yeah. I started ministry, man, when I was like 16, 16, yeah. I started, oh, man, like, the church where I grew up at, you know, it's it's a family church. So my uncle, you know, Apostle Hampton, that's my uncle, my you know, my, my pastor. And so, you know, he gave me opportunities to learn how to cultivate that because I was nervous. I didn't know how to talk to front of people, you know, and, you know, and nobody really told, you know, a lot of people tell you about the grace, about the anointing, but nobody tell you about, you know, the crushing, like you said, the crushing you got to go through. Like, man, there have been times like I was just like, I felt like I was all by myself because I wanted to fit in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to be set apart. You know, like, when I was young, people used to call me preacher, man, all the time. All the time. I'm like, hey, that's, can I just be normal? But yeah. as I mature, older, you know what I'm saying, when God mark you, when God mark you, you know what I'm saying, you're going to be set apart regardless. So I don't care how, how you try to fit in. You're not going to fit in. Like, when you set apart, you're going to be set apart. And so... Um, man, like I, I, I got a lot of opportunities to teach, man. Like that's my passion. I love to, teach. um, like you said, we, we both prophets, you know what I'm saying? And so that's, that's a whole nother subject right there. But, you know, even in that, man, that's a whole nother, uh, warfare right on itself. But it's, I'm, I'm just grateful, man, that God even chose me in spite of me, in spite yeah. of me, because I know how I am. And, but in spite of that, in spite of my flaws, you know what I'm saying? God, you know, still love us and he still have purpose for us and we just got to fulfill it. And we yeah. can't be a can't be faces because I was I was scared like man what people say what people gonna think but I had you had to get over people you got to get over the thoughts and opinion of people and you got to do what God tell you to do and when you do what God tell you to do you'll be surprised on how many doors will open up you know, you know what I'm saying you'll believe yeah. how much, believe you how much things will fall into place because I was at a point of of running away from it I mm -hmm. said man I don't do this I don't want to because it's a price to pay you know. When you when you're ministering, when you give yourself to God for His glory, you know what I'm saying. The world is not going to love you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You're going to you're going to go through persecution. The Bible talks about that. So uh, and stuff like that, we got to learn how to process that and how to walk that out. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm just grateful, man, just to do what God called me to do. You know. So yeah. And um, is. Is what is difference in what is the difference in gifting anointing? Um, I guess I kind of answer that in my process. Um, I kind of had the heart not process. Uh, if you know me, you know that I'm not always being quote unquote the church boy or the type to um, really move in ministry. I'll be honest, I was a whole, I had whole mentalities, <laughs> I had whole movements. Um, but that's not no that that was because um, I didn't know my identity yet. Um, I was one of those kids that was molested when I was younger. Um, I operate, try to figure out who I was growing up um, and kind of overlooked what God has called me. My grandma always called me preacher, man. Um, but I didn't really like accept to about 23, 24 um, when God kind of like shifted my life. And he showed me the, the difference between a gift and an anointing. Right. Um, a gift can be temporary. God can get you with something that can allow you to last. Think about like Christmas time. You was little, you get a toy, you use that toy. And over time, that toy begins to like deteriorate or break down. With the anointing, the anointing lasts. Okay. <laughs> the anointing lasts because the anointing is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not going nowhere. The Holy Spirit sits and it moves. So when you have the anointing, you have to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You have to have a, you have to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, a gift can, you can give anybody that does not know the Father with a gift and it can be used temporarily. So I think the difference between a gift and anointing, um, a gift can be used for a moment of time, but anointing is lifetime. Right? Right. Um, right. And I think right. that's, that's something you got to acknowledge is that, that we have a lot of gifted people. 
a lot of gifted individuals. Um, and it comes with the separate of the wheat and tear. It, 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 it's not going to last always. There's a lot of people, and I just feel this prophetically. I'm going to say it, be off of it. Um, but there's a lot of people watching this live. You watch a lot of people go before you. Um, it's not that you're not anointed for it. It's just that you're, you're not gifted, which means that, that you're not temporary. That means that your season is not ending, but God is cultivating your anointing for you to be a lifetime blessing for somebody else. So while right. you're in a season, understand that, that your, your anointing is not the weight of a gift. It, it's, it holds weight. So um, right. wherever that is, I hope you can see that. But yeah, bro, that's what I got from what's your take on uh, the difference between a gift? And, and yeah, and, and like I said, like, and, and I like how somebody said that God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies that. Like, the more you yield, the deeper you go. God, mm -hmm. not about your ability, it's your availability. And the more you avail yourself, God will give you the ability to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to teach more and all of that. But the more I just yielded to the call, man, I, my study time <laughs> just went awesome, man. And, like, even, like, when I when I get an opportunity to teach, you know, everybody can understand it. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's God because God got a way to, uh, to, to get people, you know what I'm saying? He know how to get everybody's attention in their own level, in their own way. You know, it's just all about just availing yourself to that. And, yeah. you know... It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again, bro. Anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Gifts yeah. can take certain places, but it's that anointing that's going to break the yokes off of people and off of our lives. And so that's that's what we have to do. We have to yield to that. All right. And, and I, oh, I'm getting stirred. <laughs> yeah. That's the issue. I'm getting stirred. Y'all yeah. are stirring me. Um, that's one thing when you talk about like yielding to God, um, yeah. my problem was I, I was hard headed, bro. So, um, I, this is me. I'm very transparent. Like I'm one of those people, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm not going to front. So when I found out that I had a gift, I found out that God had, um, gifted me with something. Um, he took it away because I got very prideful in it. So I thought, okay, cool. I can, I can pray. I can prophesy things move. Um, but it took me yielding to myself. Yeah. Like sometimes we forget that. It can't. Sometimes it's not us yielding to oh, a season or to different people. It's sometimes yielding to ourselves, like allowing ourselves to be purified, to be fine, so that God can use it bigger than a gift. Use it as an anointing. So when you said that, it's super powerful. That like we we got to take time to not only like check ourselves in the spirit, but check ourselves in the flesh, bro. So and, and, um, yeah, go ahead. Like. Um... You know, we have to. When, I had to. I had to make time. You know, we got to make time for God. We have mm -hmm. to. We. The only time, to be honest with us, we. The only time we pick up the Bible is when we go to church, yeah. or when we go to virtual TV, and that's it. But you know what I'm saying? We want God to do all this stuff for us, but what we give Him? Ooh, come on. Come how on. much time give Him? You know what I'm saying? Like we want God to do this, do that, but how much time? You know what we give Him? And so. I was like, Lord, I just got to get back in that place of prayer. Like, I have to make time to spend time with God. Because, you know, when you spend time with God and get your, your morning devotion in, get your worship in, you'll be surprised at how smooth your day will go. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we have to, and that's I'm in the process of studying identity in Christ. Because mm -hmm. some really forgot, forget who we are, who we really are in God. And so God give us authority, you know, to, to, to command our day. You know what I'm saying? We just have to tap into that, to that, that knowledge of knowing who we are. And we can change our world, man. We, we can change our world by the power of our mouth and by spending time with God, man, and, and prayer and worship and dedication. 
you know, that they keep our keep our spirit intact. You know what I'm saying? And the more you spend time with God, God will show you you. Come he will on. show you. You know what I'm saying? Like the the time I spend time with God, like God just just you know how we be praying them prayers, like God just give me the right heart, give me the right spirit. And when He really do that, woof, we like Lord, we don't want to see that. God, you know God will show us yeah. us. He will show us yeah. us. And so, and and the more I spend time with God, God will show how much that selfish pride in me and 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 how I am, how crazy I am, I get. And so I yield to God. I I give that back to God and say, God, I yield to Your grace. Your grace is what's going to keep me and sustain me, not my own strength. Because we try to we try to do stuff in our strength, and it don't it don't work, and we fail every time. But if we yield ourselves to God, grace. Let him cover us, because at the end of the day, it's only him that make us righteous, not us. Come on. Not, Come on. Not us, you know what I'm saying? And so in that in that that revelation, in that, you know, I'm, I can free myself from bondage, you know what I'm saying, from, from change, just by, you know, knowing that my sins are paid for, I'm justified, you know, I've been set apart, you know what I'm saying, like I have the mind of Christ, like every day, and I and those who are watching, I encourage you every day, just wake up and just start commanding your day. I have the mind of Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know, you have to speak that. You got to meditate. You got to reprogram your mind every day because your circumstance will end up telling you who you are. Say that again, bro. Say that again. <laughs> bro, your circumstance will end up telling you who you are versus you telling the circumstance who you are and who your God is. You know, and so... Um, you know, that's at the end of the day, we just got to get out. Every, we, we all got to get it right. You know, we all pressing. We yeah. all trying, you know, but we, we have to depend on the grace of God to carry us through each season, this trial. And Ooh, that's my own, bro. bro. Um, I want to jump in too, man. Um, I was kind of was studying my Bible probably like two months ago. And um, I'm going to say this, put this claim out here. I'm not saying not to sow and pay your tithes. <laughs> That's what you do, but make sure when you do, um, it's to a sound ground and sound place. But God corrected me. Um, he's saying that oftentimes we say, uh, we gotta give our first fruits. But he was like, what's your first fruits when you wake up in the morning? Like, what are we giving God when we wake up in the morning, right? So if, if I'm focused on, I think we might be all of aging here. If I'm focused on porn, or if I'm focused on, on food and I wake up in the morning, that's going to be my focus the whole entire day. So God kind of like rebuked me and checked me. He was just like, son, when you wake up, I want your first fruits. I want your first thoughts. Like, I want you to think about me because now that my mindset is on God when I first wake up, it sets, it predetermines my day from there. So um, I think it's important for us not to, not to prostitute or manipulate that, okay, God wants our first fruit. Yes, he wants us to tie. Yes, he wants us to sow. But yeah. also he wants our first thoughts. Like when I wake up in the morning, it's thank you, God, I see another day, right? Like, thank you, God, I'm able to move into my next calling. Thank you, God, that I'm able to breathe. And, and when we make our, when we make our foundation Thanksgiving, mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, things will change. Things will move. So um, I, I think somebody said something earlier. I hope it didn't move, so I'm going to highlight on that. Um, studying to show thyself approved, the words yeah. that too is a two-edged uh, sword. Bro, talk about the sword. Talk about a two-edged sword. I know yeah. you got this. I'm pushing you. Talk about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The word of God, man. That's 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 what we need. That's what that's why I was just saying like a few minutes ago, you know, we got to command our day by speaking God's word. Yeah. God's word is powerful. God's word never fails. It's gonna always accomplish that which is pleased and prospering the very thing with you send it. So like I say, every day we got to read the word. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That word, you gotta know how to work the word. 
let the yeah. word work for you. You know, like you, that's why you got to know, like when you're dealing with lack and stuff like that, you know, the Lord supply all of my needs, yeah. all of my needs. You know what? On my board in here, I write down declarations and I, and when I wake up, I look at them. I say, God, my bills paid, my family blessed, my hands blessed, you know, and I speak God's word every day and everything. And every time you speak God's word, the elements got to line up. Yeah. Yeah. To what you say. And so like he's saying, you know, you got to study yourself. Like when you get, when you read God's word, God, word, God will eliminate the word and give you the revelation behind that word. But you got to study, you know, you can't go off what somebody else say. You got to do some deep studying to understand God's word. And like, I'm a big fan of going to different translations. Yeah. Um, like amplified NIV and stuff like that. So just to get better explanation of God's word. So, yeah. That's definitely good, bro. Um, and I think too, like we, we gotta, we gotta learn how to, <laughs> Hey, uh, I want bro Jones, if you're free, uh, hang out with me. Uh, if it's okay, I want to release a word to you. You've been putting my spirit. Um, but I'm talking with people like, um, I want to make sure it's okay with you. We should have this conversation. Um, but one thing I learned though, too, is we got to stay in our word, but also to learn what season we're in. Yeah. Um, we got four seasons, right? We all know fall, winter, spring, summer, all those, and all those um, require a different feel or a different dress. Right. <laughs> but it requires a different dress. Um, and oftentimes, like, we can be in a season, we're saying, God, um, how do I approach or how do I deal with this season? Um, and I think it, it really goes back to identify the season you're in. Like, if right. I'm in summer, I'm not wearing clothes that I'm in winter. So um, I was in my studies like two weeks ago um, preparing for this podcast and God was just showing me just like for, for existence. Like if we're in winter, it's a season where we're kind of like locked in. Um, we're not going anywhere. It's cold outside. Um, it can be a season almost like fasting, a season of us yeah. uh, really preparing for the next season versus spring. It's a season where there's going to be rain. Um, there's going to be times where things are sprouting up. It's a time to sow. That's a sowing season. Yeah. Um, summertime, that's a summer where we're out rejoicing. Um, and then, so I think it's really important to learn how to identify what season you're in because you can approach it more. Like if I realize that I'm in a season of me sowing or a season of me rejoicing, I know that I need to give God thanks. Like summertime rejoicing, I'm being thankful for what he's doing. Um, right. So I think it's very important to, um, as believers and non-believers, identify our season. So bro, if I could ask you, what season do you think we're in prophetically? Um... We are in a season of uh, prophetic alignment. Like, I believe yeah. right now, um, what didn't work for us last season is working for us this season. And I, I strongly believe that whatever uh, – see, the thing is God waiting for us. God yeah. wants us to give us the plans that – that's desires of our heart, the plans that we have, so he can guide us. So I believe that God has given us a green light in this season for whatever we're trying to do. If you if you trying to uh, birth the business, if you're trying to go back to school, if you're trying to get a house, whatever you're trying to do, God is blowing on that. God is bring light, but you got to have the plans. Write it down because you got to have a vision. Without a vision, man perish. So when you write that vision down, let God guide you on how to make it manifest, and He'll cause it to manifest for you. So we we in the season of green light. God is blowing on it. We just got to do it, and and just let God handle the rest. So it's done. It's already done. We we gotta see. It. We gotta see it, man. Whoa, bro. We gotta see it. <laughs> we gotta see it. Yeah. We gotta see it, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you gotta write it down on your board and look at it every morning, and say, God, I thank you for X Y Z. Do you know I wrote down on that? I said, God, thank you for graduation. 
Thank you for graduation. And in the midst of all of that, I had problems with financial aid. I had problems with classes. It took a while, but I got it. I got what I asked for. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I got period, but I still stayed, you know what I'm saying? I still stayed with it, man. I didn't give up because I know what I, I what I prayed and what I decreed. And you're going to see a fulfiller. You just got to continue working at it and keep believing God for it. It's possible. Like you said, all things are possible. All things. Yeah. All things are possible. Yeah, so, yeah man. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, bro. I'm, I'm grateful, man. I mean, I have all the stuff I want, but I got things I need, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got my right mind. You know what I'm saying? We got our right mind. We, we got to be blessed, man. We blessed. We blessed, man. And we got to stop complaining about what we don't have and stop mm -hmm. out for what we do have. Because if we faithful over this, he'll give us more. That's good. No? Yeah. Woof. Go ahead, bro. I'm stirred, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> I can this in park all day. Mm. Just by just telling God, thank you, man. Come on. Just thank you, man. I'm grateful, man. Grateful and get old Alabama. You said something so powerful, bro. Um, you said you had to wait. Yeah. It, and oftentimes, like that can be a it can be a painful season, a painful time. Yeah. Um, but we can see the promise or we're speaking to the promise. And God's like, wait. Um, I'll be honest, like, last year was a waiting season for me. Mm -hmm. And it was heavy. It's like, God, how can you literally put me in my promise, put me right in front of it, and tell me to wait to grab it? But what I, I realized is while I waited, like the scripture says, like, wait upon the word, wait upon the Lord, um, and he'll literally like, he'll mount you up like an eagle, like give you wings like an eagle so you can yes. soar. So um, in that season while I was waiting, God was like expanding my reach. He was expanding my, uh, my wings to soar in the season. Um, but it was painful. It was painful. And I want to say this, and I'm going a, I'm to a stop, like, kind of, like, teaching. But um, no, I'm not. But uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's powerful. Like, if you look at the transition from a caterpillar to a butterfly, mm -hmm. um, it enters a cocoon. And before it is, um, before it comes out the cocoon, it struggles. Like, it struggles um, because the wings are developing. But if, if I, as a human, if, am to move and to break it out of its process before time, it can mess with the uh, the the capacity and the capability for that butterfly to fly because his wings didn't develop all the way in the struggle. So um, I think it's important for us to, to realize that our struggle is sometimes attached to our success. Yeah. Like we have to endure that season of the weight and the process because God knows he wants to call us to soar, but we have to develop first. So um, whoever this is for, like you feel like you're in a waiting season and things are not moving and shaking like you thought they would, wait, wait, because God's developing your wings for you to soar this next season. Yeah. So um, that's what I got. Y'all feel free to ask us questions. Um, bro, if you don't want to do this, let me know. But if you need prayer, uh, drop your name. Um, drop your name so we can pray for you, whatever you're uh, needing this season. Because um, I do believe, like, brothers and sisters, we got to learn how to pray for each other and agree on some things. So go ahead, bro. Yeah, um, just to piggyback what you was talking about, um, about waiting. You know, it can be discouraging waiting because you know you think it's it's never gonna it's never gonna come. Yeah. But it says a delayed blessing. Oh, well, a de yeah, delayed blessing is not a denied blessing. You know we have to trust God in that season when it's going to be released and when it's going to when it's going to you know be there because you don't want to get something out of season and be miserable with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's a time and season for everything. God knows when the season is right. 
he knows when the time is is then and you know what i'm saying we have to trust god on that but you know like the scripture says he's gonna give you strength while you're waiting yeah. just like what's the, uh the scripture with caleb uh when he he asked god to give him that mountain and he didn't reach that mountain until he was like 80 some years but he said the strength that i had then i still got it now yeah. that was a long time you know yeah. what i'm saying but you know god gave him that strength to enjoy it so it does that we, we need to take the time out of out of the equation and just trust god because at the end of the day when the time comes you're still going to have that strength to enjoy it when it comes come on come yeah. on you know come on. um i'm do you want to pray for rolanda rolanda if it's okay i do got a word for you uh, I'm going to pray for you real quick. And if you're open to this word, um, this is how I pray. In my prophetic and what God gives me, uh, the prophetic is something that is it's anointing that God allows us to speak and see into people's lives and to what God's doing for them in the next season. Uh, but I like to ask people permission before I speak into your life um, because I don't want to either manipulate or push somebody when they're not in the season. So if I ever like Paul and say, hey, Rolanda, I got a word for you, but let me know if it's okay. It's because I don't want to prematurely release when you're not ready to um, receive. But Rolanda, I'm going to pray for you real quick. Um, if you say yes to the word, then I'll release it after the word. Father, we thank you for your daughter. God, we thank you that you are a God that entices and increases standards. So, Father, we thank you that in the season, as you are increasing and you are elevating her, Father, that you are protecting her in every area of her life. So, Father, we thank you for a new season, a new grace. God, we pray whatever her heart desire is in this season, God, that you begin to touch it and, God, you begin to cultivate it. God, we thank you that you're renewing her heart. God, we thank you that you're renewing her mind. God, give her a fresh surrounding, God, with fresh people, God, and a fresh standard. God, we're thankful for what you're doing. And, God, we know you're moving in her life in every area. God, we pray for no sickness. God, no bad reports. God, we've been praying for the new breakthroughs in her life. That means we do pray. Amen. Amen. So, Rolanda, let me know if I can release of your life um, before I prophesy into it. Uh, bro, another name if you want to pray for somebody, um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah said she needed prayer. Um, okay. And Rolanda said she's open. So, um, I guess you'll pray for Aaliyah and then Rolanda. Uh, hang out with me. I'll release after that. Okay. All right, Leah. All right, for the pray for you, God, I thank you for Aaliyah. I thank you, God, for strengthening her and sustaining her in this season that she's in. God, I thank you that you cause all things to work together for her, for her good and for your glory. God, I just thank you for strengthening her. Thank you for the season um, of elevation. Yeah, thank you for the season of, of reconciliation in this season, this time. God, I pray over her mind and over her spirit, over her heart. God, I ask you to heal those wounds. Yes, God, in Jesus' name. And continues to sustain her in this season. I decree victory. Yeah. I decree victory over her life in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes, Lord. Wow. He's here. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he's here. Uh, I want to release this to you. Um, I did this kind of the other day, talking about the stretch. Um, but God wants me to confirm with you, um, your stretch is over. Um, and what God's kind of showed me is I'm not a workout. I don't work out that much. My bro Chris does. Um, God said I was I was stretching you to your strength. Um, the last season has been kind of tough for you. 
Um, but you kind of, you hit it, but you survived in silence. Um, God said, I'm about to use your story. I'm about to use your name uh, to heal and also to manifest my glory for others. He said, daughter, understand that I will no longer bring you to the same cycle of things happening over and over again. He said, but I will call you to break the cycles of others. Um, the season you're coming into is known as great expansion. Lord, I thank you for this word. God's about to expand your vision, your sight, but also your dreams. Uh, there was a dream that you began to let go about four or five years ago, but God said, I'm about to allow you to revisit that thing because he has called you to entrepreneurship. I'm not sure if you're moving to it now, but God said, I grace you to be a business owner. Do not forget what I called you and assigned you to do. Understand what I was doing for you in this season was I was cultivating not only your anointing, I was cultivating you. Uh, you've been called to cultivate and also to reform a lot of people. Uh, we're in a season now where God is redressing. He's almost like um, he, he's changing the image of his church and his bride. And God said, you will be the one that goes into the private place and redress his bride. So understand in this season, it's a real intimate place. Um, oftentimes, church people and church culture has tried to misidentify and reject you. But God said, I will use you to complete a thing. Lord, I thank you. So as God begins to use you to complete a thing, he's going to do the completed work in you. So this is the season. I literally see you writing on every dream and aspiration, and God's going to knock them off of your list. This is a season of great expansion. God's about to give you strength, even in your stretch, thus said the Lord. Amen. Powerful, powerful. Y'all, if y'all need prayer or if you need a word, feel free to drop your name. Um, Rolanda, I hope you will see that. Um, the wells are open. Uh, did not plan to really kind of do this kind of conversation, but I kind of just felt led to do this. Um, so if you need prayer, if you need a word, if God gives it to us, then we got you. Um, I think San needed prayer, bro. So if you want to pray for San, um, if they're still here. If you see anybody that you want to just call out, bro, I feel like we're in that river. Flow. Yeah. Ooh, Lord, I thank you. Yeah. God, I thank you for sharing. God, I ask you, God, to continue to bless her in this season. Mm -hmm. I ask you, God, to continue to cultivate everything that you have put in her in this season to do. And I got to ask you to release that strength that she's need in this season, this time, God, that she need that supernatural strength. And I thank you, God, for guiding her steps. God, you said in your word that the righteous... Uh, the righteous man, their steps are ordered by you. So I thank you that she is righteous and that her steps are being ordered by you, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank yeah. you for it now in Jesus' name. Man, um, quick question here. Um, you know, when that, the scripture talks about um, praying in different season of prayers, yeah. you know, that scripture in Ephesians, yeah, just just touching a highlight of that, man, because I feel like um, whenever a season change, God will give us the, the strategic prayers to pray in that season. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, like whenever the season, you're in, God will give you that grace to shift with whatever that you know, whatever that season is. He give you that prayer for that. So just teach on that, man. Just a, just absolutely, teach bro. Yeah, I, I think that's that's powerful. Um, as we as we move and operate in seasons, it's not take a season for for granted. Like there's a different things um, that I even struggle with now that I'm able to identify and have language for. So instance, um, we all been in a season of summer. We know how to dress. We know how to approach it. So um, oftentimes as we enter or we move from a season, um, don't take it lightly or take it for granted of things that you, that you experience because it cultivates your prayers. Um, for instance, like I'm able to speak into healing. Like I, my, my mental is heavily in healing. 
um, especially with heartbreak and heart pains and also illness, um, it's because I was in that season where I had to go through it and, and endure it. So um, I, I think it's, it's important when we look at that scripture um, to put it in our heart because um, as we leave a season, it's not, okay, this season's over with. We're still called to that season to, to help others, but also to, to, um, to build our own personal standard with it, if that makes any sense, bro. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Wow. Bro, talking to that dog, for real, bro. You talking to With that, because I was studying on that about, about cause that's my, what's, what's one of my specialties in intercession. Yeah. Uh, cause you know, I, I told, you know, I was in intercession when I was at my, my church. I did that for a good, what, 12 years. And man, that was, that was a journey too, man. Being an intercessor for the church, man, like you really have to be in tune with that. And so just even being by that, that really kind of helped uh, cultivate me and learning different season of press. Like whenever the leader gives you an assignment or say, Hey, this is what we want to do. We got to know how to take that to prayer. You know what I'm saying? God to give us the, the, the strategies on how to execute that plan. And mm -hmm. so um, even with the season I'm in right now, like God is really dealing with me. He's dealing with my heart. He's dealing even with some things that, you know, uh, like pretty much just reprogramming my, my, my spiritual mind, you know? And so I'm learning how like to yield more to God and just to stay in that secret place and just allow him to whatever the prayers. And I just like, I just pray my heavenly language. Yeah. Be teaching on praying in the spirit. And uh, even in that, man, we'd be surprised at the supernatural strength we'd get when we just start praying um, in our heavenly language. Wow. Ephesians 18. That's it, brother. That's the one. That's the one. Bro, I want to, I want to, um, so I was studying my Bible uh, a couple nights ago. And I mean, like, I know the story a lot, but um, I always kind of like missed over a part um, in it. It was talking about, it's like Genesis. Let me see. Bring it up. But um, it was in Genesis, and it was talking about how um, right after um, Lot's wife turned his head um, and then God kind of like burnt down the city, uh, it jumped to the story of Abraham. Like Abraham was in his own land. Um, uh -huh. And then it's God literally said um, that God remembered Abraham, so he saved Lot. And I think that's so powerful, bro, because like when you look at intercession, um, God can sometimes save somebody else like because of your prayers. So I Ooh. think it's, it's it, you know what I mean? So like it's, it's powerful for me not only to stay in a point of prayer for myself, but for others, because somebody could be a season of losing stuff. They are, they're being rejected or God, they're destroying things in life, but God remembers you, not them. And he saves them. You know what I mean? Right. So I think and, it's powerful, bro, when you said that. Yeah. Um, Cause there've been times like, you know, when you just going throughout the day and you know, when you're an intercessor, you always, always alert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when God urges you to pray, excuse me, you got to learn how to yield to that. Yeah, go and pray. But man, there've been times like God would drop somebody heavily on me, and heard from them. You know what I'm saying? Like really, you know, contacted them. But when they dropped in my spirit, I just start praying for them. And I don't know what it is. That's why I began just to pray in my heavenly language and let God reveal whatever they going through. Yeah, you know, pray and just and see because everybody really got don't gotta know, you know, that you praying for them. You just gotta just pray and just seal it, you mm. know. And so we just gotta be real sensitive. And be moved with compassion. Have a have a heart for people. Have a desire for people. Um, I remember a Sunday school lesson about talk about how Jesus will remove compassion. And when he was moved with compassion, people got healed. Yeah. And so I think that's really what's missing today is we don't have compassion for people. Uh -oh. You know, 
We don't like church people. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know how they get, some, some folks get, you know what I'm saying? And we miss out on that, that, you know, we are our brother's keeper. We got to be there for our brothers and our sisters. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And, bro, you, you kind of hit on something. I'm big on, like, lingo and um, terminology. Uh, you said speaking our heavenly language. Um, let's just say how they're speaking. I'm not a believer. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what What is that? What what is, what is a heavenly language? Like, so when you receive uh, God's spirit on the inside of you, um, you know, that's a heavenly language that's only you and God understands. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of, you really just can't really under, you really can't really explain it. You just got to, it's like a, just a, a yielding process and whatever, and just let God just take over. And when you start experiencing that, then, you know, you got to study about that, you know, about uh praying in the Holy Ghost because the scripture talks about, you know, when we pray in the unknown tongue, the enemy don't understand when we pray in the unknown tongue. But, you know, we, we speak to God when we speak in our heavenly language and that edifies our spirit, that edifies our inner man, you know, when we pray. So. And I would say too, bro, for my, I, it's going to sound very corny. So like when I first got into like my heavy language, it was like one word, like it was like one word over and over again. I forgot what it, what it was. But um, it's like any language, like the more you practice, the more you say it, the more it develops. So yeah. um, I think it's important for us. Um, it's not to get discouraged. Like just say God gives you a heavy language. It's maybe one or two quote unquote words or syllables, whatever it may be. But cultivate that, like practice it over and over and over again. And God will develop to his own thing. And to be honest, like um, tongues may not sound like anybody else's. Like it may be your own separate tongue. Mine yeah. was like a lot. <laughs> and that's it. That's your tongue. Yeah. That's, that's your tongue, and as it as as it time go, it develops its own spiritual language where it's between you and God, right? Yeah. So I think it's powerful to like allow it to cultivate. Yeah, and it's like man, it's it's a wonderful experience because like she said, it was la la la. My <laughs> mine was something I was man, I was I just can't remember, but I was just like all over the place. But as I start, you know, reading the word and just start spending more time with God, you know, then that heavenly language start to cultivate. You know, like Masia, you know, stuff like that. You know, I don't know what I said, but I know in the spirit of God knows what I said. You know, so it's yeah, it's it's you know, it didn't be Pentecostal, man. It's just like it just kind of come with the package. <laughs> been you know, Pentecostalism, man. Oof. Man, I, I tell you, bro. I I I'll never forget when God filled me with his spirit, man. I was what, fourteen years old. Fourteen. Got baptized after when I came up the water, bro. Them tongues mm -hmm. started flowing, and I couldn't control it. I really couldn't control it, and I didn't know how to explain it. But I tell you one thing: after a couple of days, boy, I had hell in school, boy. If everybody tried to fight me, but I, <laughs> I, I, I said, "Wow, yeah." You know, it's that little joyous time, you know. The enemy go always come, mm. but you know, you got that power. You got that throwing on the inside of you. Come on, use it. Come on. And, it, you know what I'm saying? And so that's why when I'm even in, in corporate places, when I'm at, at work, you know, I, I, I work with a lot of professional people. So, you know, you got to keep yourself together. But, man, I sometimes just go in the bathroom or go in my car Quit. and just start praying. Yeah. Uh, praying. And sometimes that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't always know what to pray for, mm. but the spirit make of intercession for us with moanings and groanings. So when you don't even know how what to pray for, you got to know how to tap into the Holy Spirit. Let God pray through you. You know what I'm saying? And start, you know. Somebody said, remember when they got filled. 
Ah. <laughs> I love it. You know what's crazy, bro? I was actually Southern Baptist that did not believe in speaking in tongues. Oh, say what? You were yeah, Southern. bro. So, like, the gift of prophecy, fivefold, the fivefold gift, none of that. All I knew was there's a pastor, there's a preacher, and we have a great fellowship hall that had the wrap cakes with the Syrian wraps at the church. That's all we knew. <laughs> that was it. That was it. So, bro, when I was filled with the, uh, the, the Holy Spirit and also, too, uh, my gift, I was outside of college. Like I had, um, I had just experienced my car had flipped over. I was in a wreck. Um, I, I was in a moment with prayer. And then like this word came up. I said, what was that? Like, that was my word. Like, what was that? Um, and then I heard the Holy Spirit for like probably the second time in my life. He said, that's your heavenly tongue. Trust me and grow in it. So um, a lot of people, um, you, 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 um, you may not get yours within a church environment. It might be a life circumstance or situation. Um, or also, too, it might be a gathering. Like, sometimes it can be contagious, like um, a Pentecostal experience. Let's talk about the book of Acts. Like, they were all gathered in one place, um, and they all started speaking in, a, um, in different languages, but yet was still um, understood. So um, I think you cannot subject yourself to think, oh, I only get my spiritual language within the church. Um, it can either yeah. be in church. It can be your surroundings. Um, however the Holy Spirit wants to do it, but you got to be open to it. You cannot, yeah. you cannot confine yourself to be closed in um to not receive it you have to be open to receive it um and that comes with anything that comes with prayer of uh, the word you have to be open to receive it somebody can give you a word all day long or you read the bible all day long but if you're not open to receive it it's not gonna it's not gonna fall right. so so you yeah good. yeah um you said something it, my train of thought just happened um about oh man it just off my train of thought oh yeah 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 yeah. but so we're yeah. saying a lot of good stuff in here a lot of golden shit and so much good stuff man yeah. in my mind but um, yeah, you don't have to be in church to receive, you know, the Holy Spirit. You know, you could be anywhere. You just got to believe, and you don't want if you receive. You know what I'm saying? We are the church. Yeah, we are the church. You know, we we are the temple of God. The Scripture says that our bodies is just the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, so we we are the temple of God. Uh, we just have to just be open to receive. Mm, but you know and and just to put this out we do you you have you can go to church um the scripture did say that you know forsake not to assemble yourselves together mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and god did give us pastors after his own heart to feed us not your understanding so you know we, we have to be among those who are sanctified you got to be among your brothers and sisters in the in the church you know what i'm saying and when you learn what you need to learn in church then that's when you take it back out come on come on go Church is just like a just it's like a, a a center. You just get what you need, so you can go back out. When souls bring it back in, it's you know that's mm -hmm. that's what it's about. That's the the kingdom. The kingdom's not just within the four walls. It's out there in the world. Yeah, and I think that that's a whole other conversation too, just regarding like the 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 standard of the church down also to the status of church, um, because a lot of people do experience church hurt um, and different experiences that yeah. push outside of church. But um, yeah. I don't think it should it should block you away from 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 the gathering of community because that's how you grow. Uh, when you allow, honestly, iron shopping arms, and that's not just for men. All the times you use that for men conferences or men groups, iron shop. Nah, women can shop in women as well too. Um, so it's good to get around company of people um, that can not only pray for you but can see better into you. Um, and I think this this is going outside of relationship and marriage. Um, when Adam and Eve, when sorry Adam and Eve happened. Um, God pulled, portion of the story, God pulled Eve um, from Adam. 
um, but he identified who she was. Uh, he identified that she was a help and he knew her placement. So any relationship that you come in contact with, um, to, to this is how I check relationships, is you got to know what they are in your life. Like the moment I come in contact with you, I got to be able to identify like not only who you are, but how do you benef benefit me and how can I benefit you in your life as well, too? Right. So um, this is just a tip. Uh, we can talk about another church conversation, whatever church or whatever it may be, um, is you got to learn when you attend a church is uh, where do you see that church going? How do you see yourself benefiting from it? How can you benefit that place? If you don't see those, you can't answer those, and that's not your place. That's not your calling. God didn't yeah. pull that place from the rib. He didn't pull that or pull that to you. So, um, yeah, go ahead, bro. Um, and, yeah, even with that, about, about church, about figuring out where you need to be, um, you know, when I recently, because, you know, I, like I said, I grew up in a family church, mm -hmm. and I did have a position in the church. Like, I was on the praise team. And if the drummer wasn't there, I had to play the drums. So, you know, say so like, you know, like I said, that anointing was all in my family. And so it flowed down on me. So like my uncle know how to play drums. My dad know how to play the bass guitar. My brother know how to play the bass. My cousin know how to play the organ. So we, we all talented. We anointed, gifted. And so um, when, I, when, the, when God just told me, hey, that your season is up there, yeah. it was time to leave. And I didn't know how to process that. I didn't know how to process that. And so... Um, I prayed about it and I fast about it and God gave me a dream and God showed me the church where I needed to be at that time. And I went up that, that Sunday, I told my pastor at the time, cause I was still at that church and I asked his permission. Can I go visit that uh, the other church? And when I visited that other church, the confirmation was already at the front door. Oof. It was already at the front door. I ain't even walked in the, in the church lobby yet. The confirmation was already there. And so that bear witness with me. And I did talk with my pastor about it and he gave me his blessing. You know, when, whenever God tell you it's time to go, you know, you got to do stuff the right way mm. so God can bless you. You know what I'm saying? Like all this stuff, not getting into it with your pastor and all that nonsense. Nah, God don't honor that. God honors humility. You know what I'm saying? He honored the realness. And, and that's what I did. I was real with my pastor. And I say, hey, I feel like the Lord is leading me to this X, Y, Z. And guess what my pastor said? He said, I already knew God already told me. Oh, my. He oh said, God my. told me. And so that confirmed everything, you know what I'm saying, I need to, you know, I need to do. And so when I did that, God opened so many doors. My, I, I, my relationship with God began to increase, my revelation, my knowledge of the word. And, it, you know what I'm saying, it cultivated what was in me. Yeah. It cultivated was in me. So God knows exactly what we need, but we need to trust God and we got to do things the right way. Yeah. You know, and like God gave my pastor, he gave me his blessing, you know, and I don't have, we, we not, we still, we still on good terms. We talk all the time. We family, wow. you know, but you know, we, we have to do things the right way so God can bless it. You know, God is not going to bless over mess. We got to be real. We got to be real. We got to, with ourselves we got to walk in humility if we want the favor of god to be with us you know what i'm saying we have to do things the right way and so um you know i i, I grown in that church you know what i'm saying and god did them god been doing the mighty work man so you you know you just got to let god lead you and guide you and let him tell you where you need to go like one of my other friends um bro he said uh you need to find your tribe mm. <laughs> you need to find your tribe mm. you need to find where you need to belong and so um yeah, man, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't take, um, 
back with the stuff I reserve, you know, receive and what I, you know, stand on holiness and sanctification, you know, being a Pentecostal, you know, and, and apostolic stuff like that. The oneness, you know, laying a hand, all this, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't take that for granted. That's my foundation. But once you learn that foundation, we grow from glory to glory. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's levels. You mm. know what I'm saying? We don't always stay there. We we grow we grow all of that, but we don't forget that foundation. So, yeah, man, that's, that's a good. journey. That's good, bro. Um, I want to say, yeah, that's a word too. I need my tribe. You said something very powerful there. I kind of want to um, move it from from a spiritual standpoint um, to almost a natural standpoint. Um, almost moving our season in disobedience and how God cannot bless it because of mess. If you think about a relationship. Um, if we leave a relationship in a messy way, sometimes that can, it can sometimes trigger to our next relationship. So um, the Bible says, does everything in decency and order? I think that we can take that concept, even what you just said, and apply it in our life on a, on a daily basis. Like before we move a season, make sure you still do that, even down to like a job. If I'm about to leave a job or um, I'm about to change up in a friendship, it's, it's important to always pray. Um, and also, too, is to get that closure because I think a lot of people now are moving and moving. Dang, I wish I had peace, baby. But um, there's a revelation I got a while back ago is that um, I'm going to see if I can do it real quick. Might as well. We are here. But yep. um, what happens when whether you're in a church or you're in a relationship with somebody, uh, there's a moment where you're, you're attached. Right. Um, but when you separate in, in a movement of disobedience, um, there's a rip, there's a tear. So now you got one individual that's walking around missing a piece um, that feels empty. There's somebody that's heavy. So um, in order to get that piece back, you have to have that 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 closure, or you have to have that conversation so that um, you can be whole again. I mean, that person got to be fixed up, but that person is still whole. So that's why it's important as you move and transition the season is to is to end it properly, so that's not somebody even being broken or somebody not moving heavy. Um, because you had those conversations. So, bro, I think it's dope that you highlight on that because I think a lot of people, even down to our age and older age as well, too, is we just move quick. And we're like, okay, God told me to move, so I'm just going to bounce and go. But it's still detrimental to our own growth, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I, you know, like I said, like I thought it was time. Like, that time I thought it was time to go before. Yeah. Time yet. It wasn't time yet. And I think if I would have moved before my time, I would have hit some roadblocks. You know what I'm saying? You no. Know? Mm. So that's why it's it's good to always have a good who who spend time with God, who, who who's not religious, who's not controlling, but you know who wants the best for you and know who know how to cultivate whatever in you. That's the type of leader that we need. Yeah. You know? So just by me communicating that with that my, with the pastor, you know, that really got me to where I need to be, man. So. I'm, I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful the COVID lifted so I can go back to church. You know what I'm saying? It's not like being, it's not like being in the atmosphere, man. Like this, uh, man, being at this virtual, it's ain't nothing wrong with it. I don't got no, I ain't got no problem with it, but it's just something about being in the atmosphere. That's it's good. something about being in the presence of God, you know, you know, with the praise team, you know what I'm saying? Cause man, fooling around with virtual, I can eat some cereal and go back to sleep. <laughs> that's real. That's that. I just scrolled here, next him up under this. You know what I'm <laughs> The post. <laughs> That's so true. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. I get too comfortable. Be on the sofa, just looking at TV, man. Turn around, watch Disney Plus or something, you know. But uh, when there's a desire to be in God, man, God will meet you at that place of desire. Cause time spent with God is never wasted.
Yeah, that's good. That's what <laughs> time with God is 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 never wasted. You know, like I said, we got to make time for God. Like that virtual, all of that, it it did spoil us, and it would spoil me to the point that I said, man, shit, I, I'm good right now. I can watch church and turn it off and do all that. But you know, I you know I, I just look back like God brought me out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, he kept me he, he, and still is keeping me. And I owe that to him. I want to be in his house. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to spend time with him. I want to, you know, lift my hands and worship him, you know, and, you know, in spirit and in truth, you know. So I'm, I'm just happy, happy individual, man. Yeah. And I think, too, bro, you know, I'm, I'm kind of biased because, like, I, I work in ministry as a digital marketing. Like, that's what I do. Um, so I work in that digital space. And you think you say it's, it's definitely true. Um, but there are those people who who might watch virtual. Um, yeah. I'll say this: everything you're saying is easy to get distracted, but that's why you got to find your tribe and find community. Like I'm yeah. not trying to say if your church don't offer a tribal community, don't join them. But you need to find you got to find right. a community in order to grow in faith. You have to find community because I mean it's even biblical. Like when Jesus came down here, he's like, "Oh, I got to find some people. I got to find some help." Because he realized that that it, it takes numbers, it takes community, and it takes accountability. Yeah. People don't like accountability nowadays. Ooh. They don't like accountability. Like accountability. You that and that's why Man. we have a lot of people that You know what? I... Man. We got a lot of people nowadays that got these fake friends they're okay because they don't know how to check them. They don't like accountability. But I'm a type of person like you give me some real people around me. Right. That's gonna call me out for my ugly, call me out for my stank and the things I did last night and check me on it. So I, I think it's important that if you yeah. are in these virtual spaces, enjoy them. That's what that's what you gotta do. But you gotta have accountability. If if you and this is this is how I am, I'm not trying to push this on you, but if you're not able to attend a gathering at least once a month, you might want to put that in your schedule. You gotta have you gotta have accountability to find somebody. Yeah. Hey, the truth is we make time for everything else. Yeah. We make we make time for everything else, you know what I'm saying? So why not make time for what's really, really important. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I said before, we want God to do all this stuff for us. We give him our prayer list. We give him this. We give him that for him to work out. And he do it. But at the end of the day, what we give him in return. Sometimes we can become takers. Come on. We become takers. And, 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 and for me, and for me, that's why I know, you know, I have, I have the Holy Spirit to check me, to put me in what I need to be because... The way how I be treating God is the same way I end up. It's, it starts flowing in my relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I had to examine myself and say, God, I don't want to be a taker, but I want to give back. I want to give back. You know, God so gave that he loved the word that he gave, you know? And so, yeah. you know, we, we, we got we to spend time with God, man. Our spirituality is very important. It's very important. We, we need God. Like we, we can't we can't do stuff without God. <laughs> you know, we got churches now having churches without God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> social <is>. gathering, <laughs> right? Beat <laughs> ups, kickbacks. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm not, I'm gonna let you talk uh, accountability, man. Just like when I was in in church, man, and like on on Friday with the nights, they'd be like, don't be going out late because you know you got to get up sunday morning you got to get up for sunday school you know you know mm -hmm. you got to get ready to, to pray you know and that that stuff right there that, that kept me that kept me that kept me where i need to be 
You know what I'm saying? You just can't, yeah. you know, take that away. You know what I'm saying? I thank God for that accountability that I had, that I have, still have, you know? Are you yeah. going to church? Are you still reading your word? Are you fasting? Are you consecrating? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. So, it's it's a journey, bro. It's, it's a journey, but, you know, God is with us. Oof. Yeah. He's with us. We, we, we got power. We got power. We just got to use it. Come on. That's the thing. Come on. Uh, I'm going to drop the scripture. It says, in this world, you will have tribulation. Mm. But be of good cheer because I've already overcome the world. Oof. Already overcome the world. So we, we are already winners. We just got to walk it out. Come on. Come on. Walk it out, man. Come on. Come on. Well, bro, I think if anybody has any more questions, uh, do you want to pray for some more people, bro? They need a prayer or anything? Let's um, see. I'm good. I just want to um, just decree over everybody that's watching. Um, the best is yet to come. Yeah. Uh, a delayed blessing is not a denied blessing. Uh, whatever God promised you, he's going to fulfill it. Just trust him. Um, like I said, this is the season of green light. So whatever that you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to accomplish, if you're trying to go to school, if you whatever that yeah, whatever your heart's desire is, write the vision, make it plain and let God guide you on how to make it manifest so just be encouraged regardless what's going on in the world god gonna always take care of his own yeah he gonna his own so yeah man uh i want to do the same as well too um bro let's do these more often man for real for real like let's, yeah. let's I'm do y'all think we should do these more often let's let's let, let's yeah. let the people yeah. talk yeah, yeah put a thumbs thumb. up or emoji or something if you think we should do these more often for real yeah. But um, I'm going to do the same thing too, bro. Uh, I just want to declare uh, that this is a season where God allows us to speak to the dry bones, um, to visit all those dead dreams and aspirations and speak life into them. Um, go back to revisit things that you dropped in the years past and watch God breathe on them. So um, I just want to pray. Uh, we, well, bro, I pray to send you prayers out. You pray us okay. out, bro. Yeah. Hey, they said yes. They said yes. They said yes. Okay. Yeah, I see it now. Okay. Most definitely. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll definitely uh, do like a flyer or something, let everybody know ahead of time so they can share and everything. But um, we definitely need to do this more, man. We got to uplift mm -hmm. each other up, bro. Like, for real. It's so much going on. We got to be here for one another, like all of us. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, so God, we thank you tonight um, for this gathering. We ask you to bless everybody that's watching, those who was watching before had to leave. Ask you to cover everybody under your blood, under your grace. We thank you, Lord, that all things work together for the good of them that love you and to those who are calling according to your purpose and grace. So we thank you for the victory. We thank you for strength. We thank you for healing. We thank you for courage. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Oh, and, and I'm going to let this, I'm going to say this, I'm going to let you go. The size of the giant doesn't matter. It's the courage that matters. <laughs> I had to share that, and that was by Bishop Tudor Bismarck. He said that when he was a Birmingham. When he said that, bro, I just fell out on the pew. I had a Baptist fit. Uh, I, had a bro, Baptist I would have tore the whole church up. I would have got kicked out of the church. That's why I didn't need to hear that from church. <laughs> Not the size of your giant that matters. It's the size of your courage. Jeez. So, y'all be encouraged, bro. You be encouraged, man. Love you much, bro. Appreciate Love you too. You.
All right, family, we out. We see y'all next time. Deuces.